The Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to John. It was evening on the day Jesus rose from the dead, the first day of the week, and the doors of the house where the disciples had met were locked for fear of the Jews. Jesus came and stood among them and said, Peace be with you. After he said this, he showed them his hands and his side. Then the disciples rejoiced when they saw the Lord. Jesus said to them again, Peace be with you. As the Father has sent me, so I send you. When he had said this, he breathed on them and said to them, Receive the Holy Spirit. If you forgive the sins of any, they are forgiven them. If you retain the sins of any, they are retained. The Gospel of the Lord. When the day of Pentecost had come, they were all together in one place. If we're going to understand the Feast of Pentecost today, it's important to understand what the Feast of Pentecost meant in the context of the, the time it took place, the time of the Apostles. Now, Pentecost is one of the feasts from the Jewish calendar that carried over into the Christian calendar. So, like in the Catholic liturgical calendar, we have feasts that are celebrated throughout the year, every year. Uh, the same thing was the case with the Jews. And, of course, all of those feasts were fulfilled in Christ and the Church. But two of those feasts in particular were carried over by name into the Catholic calendar. So, Passover is... Easter, the Paschal Mystery, Pascha comes from Passover, and so Jesus' death and resurrection fulfill the true meaning of what the Passover was foreshadowing, deliverance from sin and death into new life, and then Pentecost takes place 50 days after Passover, so in the Jewish calendar, it was, in the Hebrew, it was called the Feast of Weeks, because you had Seven weeks, seven times seven is 49, plus one day is 50. Uh, days after the Passover, the fulfillment uh, of being brought out of the Passover, out of the Exodus, to, um, to the covenant with God. And so on the 50th day, they celebrate uh, God coming down on Mount Sinai in fire on Moses and the Israelites and giving them the law. The Ten Commandments. So the Jews would celebrate uh, this occasion of God giving his people the covenant in the law uh, by a pilgrimage to the temple in Jerusalem. And they would bring the, uh, the harvest, a tithe of their harvest, 10% of their harvest. They would bring it to the temple as an offering to God. And so that's what's being celebrated here, that the disciples have come to Jerusalem to celebrate the Passover, to bring their tithes, to celebrate God coming down in fire on Mount Sinai, Moses and the Israelites, to give them his law. So, it's pretty obvious some of how some of that is fulfilled in Pentecost. The Holy Spirit comes down as fire, tongues of fire, on the disciples of our Lord and gives them the new law. So, we see the Holy Spirit is God, that's what it means that the Holy Spirit is coming down in fire. It's biblical language for saying God is coming down on his people. And he's giving them the new law. But the new law isn't written on tablets of stone like the old law. The new law is written on the hearts of his disciples. It is the Holy Spirit himself dwelling within 
Christ's disciples. Then there's another aspect to it that's easier to overlook, and that is the tithing aspect. Where is the tithing? Well, if we look earlier, a, couple, a few verses earlier in Acts, it says that there were how many gathered in the temple? There were 120. So from that 120, God takes a tenth, which is 12. They had just replaced Judas with Matthias, so the number of apostles is now 12 again. God takes those 12, and apostle is Greek literally for one who is sent. So God takes that tithe from the disciples of Jesus, takes a tenth, and he sends them out, that they are the ones who are sent out to the world to proclaim the good news. But everyone there, the 120, all receive the gifts of the Holy Spirit, because this is the birth of the church, the birthday of the church. The Holy Spirit, the soul of the church, dwells within the body of Christ. That's life. And so there's many members, one body. Some of those members are apostles, ones who are sent out. But all of those people who have received the gifts of the Holy Spirit, all are called to be missionaries within their own context. They're all called to proclaim the good news that they have received the new law, that the Holy Spirit is dwelling within them, and he has transformed their life. And they can speak to anyone, as we see in, in Acts, that everyone they spoke to understood them in their own language. That is what the church is about, is that, that's one aspect of what the church is about, is that we bring in everyone. Everyone comes to the church to hear the word of God in their own language, but they also have to be transformed. They don't come in and just stay the same. They have to come in and be transformed by the Holy Spirit to live according to the laws of God, the law of who God is dwelling within them. And so I just encourage you this Pentecost to be bold, to be not afraid in, in sharing the gifts that you have received with your family, with friends, uh, to bring the Holy Spirit into situations of, of pain and suffering when you're with someone who's sick. Don't be afraid to pray with them. Pray the Hail Mary. Pray the Our Father. Um, to be able to talk with people who are struggling with their faith or who don't believe. To be able to share with them why it means so much to you. You don't have to try and uh, convert them right there. You don't have to explain the entirety of the faith, but explain why it is that you believe, and why it is that the faith is so important to you. So this Pentecost, be bold, be courageous, be not afraid in sharing your faith and living the gifts of the Holy Spirit.